Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and our mates at Supercoach Champion. If you've got to get the ring from the weekend, go pick it up. It's a bit of a different potty today, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming here to talk about the finals, and surprise, surprise, Bonce has sooked it up after winning no leagues last week, but we've got the rest of the crew with us. Uh, we got Smitty here. G'day, community. Yeah, uh, Dizza. Sup? <laughs> Fuck me. Royal. Howdy, guys. Setters. How you going? And of course, alongside us, as always, is the Pete Express. Yes, here. I'm here, Corey and the boys. Um, now, first of all, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Uh, very good, Pete. Very good. Find us on Patreon and Twitter at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. It's great to have everyone here, everyone on board. It's probably going to be one of the fucking messiest podcasts we've ever done, um, but that's all right. This is going to set up the video one, I think, for the Brownlow, so that'll be good. Uh, and just keep in mind, if you are in the Patreon at the moment, Will has the Supercoach Challenge going up for finals, so head across to that on the uh, in the Patreon chat. It's a cool little incentive to keep the finals uh, fun and alive. Patreon is still able to be joined if you want to jump in, and then after after next month, it'll uh, it'll go back to free for the off season. Start of next month. Start, start of next, next month. month. There you go. It's free for the start of uh, free for the rest of the year until we hit the pre season. So good time to jump in talk. Premier League talk all things NFL. Um, not Pete's... even that spring spring carnival's coming back, Corey. Oh, fuck, that was dangerous. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, watch the punters club lose all their money. So if you do like to punt, jump into the punters club. But uh, boys, it's uh, how did everyone go? Just first of all, Jolly, just a quick recap. There's too many people in here to go for an in depth one. Uh, yeah. Any Super Coach finals, and how was your season as a whole? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Finished, I think, overall about nine thousand. Um, ended up. Putting my focus on one league that I bailed out in a prelim when I copped three backline donuts with all the carnage there. Would have won the grand final by 200 points, but uh, yeah, did all right. Got to a prelim in two drafts and our uh, grand final, yeah, two prelims, and yeah, that was it. Not too bad. Uh, no that... wins. Uh, my last two weeks weren't bad, but I only made one grand final in my league, so I had, I think, three, three semi final games against you, Corey, and you paid me 150 to <laughs> throw the games, and. <laughs> Probably would have went and won the whole thing, but that's all right. Uh, it is. Overall, sorry to say that. Ah, uh, five thousand something. Yeah, I just uh, just locked on back onto Supercoach for the first time in a while. I only won two grand finals and lost a couple of the main cashies, so I was a little bit salty. Uh, good to see uh, Supercoach Mama's face and a big smile up on there, so good on her, good shout out. Uh, Royal, now you came did she home. win? Sorry. She did win, yeah, first overall, so <laughs> good on her. Uh, Royal, you came home with a fucking blazing sale, mate. You only just lost in the uh, Elite's uh, Patreon Cup, which is... Probably the most sought-after prize in the whole Supercoach community. Fuck the 50 grand. It's all about that. Um, now, you were you were pretty stiff in the end, but how did you go on a season as a whole? Because I know you come home real strong. Yeah, so I was obviously disappointed to lose the Supercoach uh, Neds Cup. Um, so I had off to Daniel to, to win that one with a monster score. I uh, finished the season 1,066. So I was heading inside the top 1,000 into this round and dropped out. So, yeah, my best ranks are, uh, forever um, playing Supercoach. So, yeah, to... To finish five out of seven grand finals and won my main cash league for 600 bucks, so uh, pretty happy with my season overall. Mate, your year just keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? For those who don't know Royal, Royal has uh, done an absolute fucking fantastic job and lost a shit ton of weight. Looking absolutely amazing, my friend. Your baby bombers have just made finals. Yeah, and you've put off. together a fantastic fucking year. Yeah, lids off. Uh... <laughs> Didn't think we'd uh, make finals, but uh, here we are, and hopefully knock off the uh, Bev's dogs on uh, Sunday Arvo. Yeah, uh, strength to strength, mate. You, uh, and, uh, you've uh, done you real well. Wood, Corey. Uh, obviously, you're a paid Bombers fan, so uh, remember. <laughs> mate, <laughs> I tell you what, Sunday, I'm going to have the red and black scarf out. I'm going to be fucking going absolutely mental, and uh, can't wait for can't wait for the Bombers. And I said it, I said it a couple of weeks ago. You weren't, you know, those who weren't on us last year. You know, don't try and get on us this year because we're fucking, we're flying. Setters, how did you go, mate? I would imagine this would probably be fucking piss poor. <laughs> Hindsight says some of my picks were questionable, such as uh, 
What's his name? Draper. Oh, uh, oh, nice. Get him off. I reckon, I reckon I'd change my rocks about 15 times during the season. So, not a great year. Finished 20th thousand. Yeah, not fantastic. And uh, the Pete Express, how did you go, my friend? Ah. For those who don't know who the Pete Express is, by the way, this is SC Admin Schools, Pete. This is the hardest working. This is where all our money goes from Patreon into this man's back pocket. How did you yeah. go throughout the year, my friend? Look, um, it started off well the year. Like, I was ranked 2,000 after like the first couple of rounds, and then it just went downhill after that. I ranked 35,000 after round 23. That's not ideal. <laughs> Would you put it down to just too much work in the group? You just, you, know, you just have to do scores uh, too much and just didn't have enough yeah, time? Yeah. I reckon I didn't have enough time. That's yeah. what it came down to, just uh, hard working with the, for the elite. So and Apparently, I, Bonks maybe, deliberately gave you some shit advice throughout the year. Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe picking tipping Woody didn't help either. I reckon uh, sounds I like the biggest problem was that he spent too much time posting scores and not enough time researching them. That's it. Look, it all happens. Look, what we're here for today is we're here to talk about the... Uh, we're not here to do the season recap. The season recap will be done with Bons and myself and uh, in a very orderly fashion. Um, what we're here to talk about today is who's going to win on the weekend, uh, quarterfinals, who is going to go, who's going to get the second chance, what's going to happen, where are going to go. So we'll probably catch up, I'd say, almost weekly for this um, and go through it. I mean, the Brownlow one is the one that I want to talk about and... Can't wait for that, Potty. I'm a big fan of uh, what Mr. Schmitty does throughout the whole year here in his uh, research. But, boys, let's start off. We're going to go, who's going to win, how much they're going to win by, and the top-scoring Supercoach player in the game. And we will start with you. Oh, bit of cheese in the background. You look fancy in mind. When the Saints go marching in, that is... If that's set is dead set, that's a fucking three dollar fine, you dickhead. Um, <laughs> Wait, are we not in finals? Smitty, let's go, brother. <laughs> let's start yeah. us off with Port Adelaide and Geelong. Who wins? How much? And who's the top super? Uh, I've got oh, Port by thirteen, with no confidence. Um, I'll be I'll be uh, easy, and I'll just say Wines for top score. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Re- I don't really. I don't really love this game. I don't really like either side. Um, yeah, just a lot of players out there that I'm not huge fans of, but um, I guess just probably the home ground advantage of Port probably works out in their favour. And yeah, I don't know. I've just got them just getting across the line. Um, it just it occurred to me today actually that it's a bit of deja vu from last year. Port Adelaide and Geelong playing in week one of the finals at Adelaide Oval again for the second time in a row. And last year's result went Port Adelaide by a couple of goals. So I'll just go with the same. I think. Coming out of the limb there. Uh, uh, well, I've got some inside news, Corey, actually. Yeah. That, um, trades happened today. Collingwood's traded Scott Pendlebury the prison bars for um, a seventh-round pick. So Port Adelaide's going to be wearing the prison bars, and they're going to get a, the job done over the Cats. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was shocking. Royal. Uh, sorry, this is your highest supercoach scorer. Do you reckon it's going to be Scott Pendlebury-wise out there? <laughs> uh, Oldie Wines. <laughs> And you're a big Ollie Wines fan. I'm actually surprised that one you didn't have him too. There wasn't more chirping about Ollie Wines this year. You have him every other year. Yeah, yeah. He's let me down too much that I couldn't have him. Royal? Yeah, the same as everyone else. I think uh, put on by 15 points. And yeah, Ollie Wines, um, Brownlow favourite um, for obvious reasons. I think uh, he'll uh, probably come out and uh, dominate the game. And yeah, they'll uh, be too strong for Geelong. Setters? Now, look, I was burnt. I was burnt heavily by Geelong last year. I'm still going to go Geelong by 13. Yeah, the 13 seems reckon... to be the, the margin around here. Why and do you think the Cats they... can win it, Setters? Because I think you're... Um... I, just, I don't know. They're, they're mature. You know, they they know how to win other than last week. <laughs> <laughs> and I just reckon, you know, the experience will get them over. I mean, people always rate Port and then they do shit. Yeah, no, fair enough. Going with your favourite player, so that's all right. If Tom Cleary's back in, Port will win by 70. Yeah, no problem there. And and Danger. Yeah, sorry. Dangerfield, Danger. yeah, don't mind it. Uh, the Pete Express? Yep, so I'm going to go Port as well by about 10 points. Um, I think they'll just get it done. Home ground advantage. Um, and also, I'm going Travis Boak 
or the highest Supercoast scoring player? I'm I'm on I'm there with you, Petey. I'm uh, I think Port comfortably actually. I'm going by about 30, 35, and I think uh, Boki best on ground, uh, highest Supercoast scoring player, just an absolute <laughs> fucking jet. So what was that? Five to one. So pretty heavily Port Adelaide in that one. It's going to be uh, uh, admin, fucking admin. Uh, Supercoach Cup Ned's not going to like that. He never really does, but I'm sure he, uh, he'll jump on the setters bandwagon there. It is one of those games that, it, you know, Jolong seems to just always get it done. But uh, go go the power. All right, ready for the next one? Go for it. Beautiful. Sydney and GWS, which could be close to one of the matches of the round. Um, Mr. Schmitty, what are you liking here? Um, interesting game. I actually really like both clubs, you know. I feel like they've got a lot of... Um... Between the two clubs, you know, you've got a good amount of stars and good kids and a lot of underrated players on every line. Um, you know, GWS have got Toby and Kelly, Hopper, uh, like Sam Taylor, Lockie Ash, Isaac Cumming, you know. Um, Sydney, obviously, I, re- I feel like, um, pa- uh, not Paddy McCartan, Tom McCartan, he's, re- he's had an underrated year. Um, McEn- <laughs> yeah, well, I hope so. Uh, you know, McInerney, Golden, Florent. They've got so many good kids. There's just so many good players out there that I really like. Um, so I'm really keen for this one. Uh, I don't know. It's tough to call. You, you'd probably say Sydney. Um, I just think they've got that super potent forward line with Buddy Heaney, Pabli, Golden, Haywood. Um, they can kick big scores. They can move it fast. But in saying that, GWS um, are quite a solid side themselves and won't go down without a fight, but I'm probably just leaning towards Sydney being too strong, so I'll go Sydney by three goals. And we'll go Jake Lloyd to rack him up in the back half and be top scorer. Just have it real cheap, you reckon? Yep. Dizza? Uh, I think, you know what, I really like Sydney this year, and I reckon they could possibly make it all the way. They might be the underdog story of the year. Um, so I'm picking them against the Giants. Um, and yeah, what else was the other question? Super coach? Yep. Points? Um, uh, Jake Lloyd. Not bad. Mr. Royal? Yeah, generally 50-50 game, this one. Um, yeah, I think Sydney, um, purely because I just think they have better stars. Um, more season campaigners, um, lucky Jake Lloyd's, Lucky Parker's. Um, they just know how to win, and obviously they've got the uh, Al Franklin. He'll be looking for his south goal. So um, just like the others, um, I think Sydney by about 15 points. Um, and I think Lloyd will uh, rack him up and uh, get about 130. So he'll be the top scorer. There we go. Setters. Yeah, I reckon, uh, I reckon Sydney by eight and buddy. Oh, what's he, what's he going to do? I'll kick eight. Kick eight. <laughs> Bring up the milestone in one yeah, there. Absolutely unloading your same Top scorer. Um, fuck, it almost hit the milestone there. What's he need? Eight. 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 There you go. <laughs> um, Pete? Yep, so I'm going to go Sydney as well by about 25 points. Um, home. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, Jake Lloyd as well for top scorer as well. And, yeah, let's get it done. Uh, and I will also go the Swannies. I think they're just going to be too good. Uh, is Callum Mills playing, actually? Is Mills in, yeah? Not sure. He will probably likely be out, I imagine. Um, that could actually just, change things. I didn't actually... I only just thought of that then. Yeah, just quickly looking at their injury list. Um, he's just listed as a test, so chance, but I doubt he gets up. Yeah, was he looked last week. Someone asked a question? Well, what was the, what was the injury that he had? Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll go uh, Dawson as the number one scoring player on there. Nice. Yeah. Well, I like that. He's yeah. been fucking good. Yeah, he's killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the other game? Uh, Melbourne and the where almost the Brisbane Lions. Brisbane Lions at Adelaide Oval. So yep. I, I really <clears throat> like this. Um, Schmini, you want to get a start? Yeah, this is uh, definitely the match of the round for me. I'm keen as to watch this. Uh, Huge midfield battle. So many good players in there. Um, Clary and Track and Gorney and, um, you know, their supporting cast with against, um, you know, JL, who's had a great year, and Lockie Neal, Hugh McCluggage. It's just 
just stars everywhere. Um, so yeah, I think the game will be one out of the middle. But the, the other, the other matchup I'm looking forward to is Melbourne's defense versus Brisbane's forward line. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, if Melbourne can lock it down and keep Brisbane from scoring, that'll go a long way to them winning. But I'm just worried about Melbourne and whether or not um, they can score enough, or whether, or, like I just said, if their defense will be good enough to get them there, um, which won't require them to kick a massive score which is usually the going finals anyway. It's always a bit tighter and you don't really get those blowout scores. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I'll probably have Demons winning it by six. I reckon less than ten points for the Ds. And I was going to say Gorn against McInerney for top scorer, but I'll just go Clary. I reckon he's going to win the Brownlow and I reckon he'll, yeah, dominate this week. Did anyone see Omax just off topic, Omax's last couple of scores? Like during the finals uh, campaign, I know he didn't he go massive last Man, week. He fucking popped off in almost every single one of those finals, I think, except one. Mm. Literally won me, won me a draft league. Um, nice. uh, I think Melbourne, Melbourne get the win. Will be a close game, as what Joel has said. It's going to be probably the match of the round. Um, top super coach wise, I think Clary Ol- Clay- uh, Clayton Oliver going to have a big one. Yep, not bad. Um, Setters? Uh, sorry, Royal. Royal, sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, match of the round, definitely. Um, I think it's going to come down to who probably kicks more goals between Joe Danaher and probably uh, Ben Brown. Uh, I think um, it's going to be a real shootout, in my opinion. Um, both teams like to attack. Um, but, yeah, more of the same. I think Melbourne probably just edge it. Like they obviously were the minor premiers for a reason. So um, I'll say them by... Nine points, and and more of the same. Clayton Oliver, absolute beastie. He almost lost me a grand final, um, so I think he'll he'll go one fifty easy, um, and yeah, and he'll be the highest score, obviously. Setters. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, I reckon. I reckon Melbourne by sixteen. Dawn, top super coach. Choo choo. Yep, so I'm going the D's in a close one. Under a kick, I reckon. Um, Max Gorn, almost double ton. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to go unpopular opinion here, boys. I think uh, I think we're about to, the D's are about to get found out as absolute pretenders. Um, although they finish top, I don't think they're going to go very far in the finals. And I think they're actually going to go close to bowing out in straight sets, to be honest. Um, I think Brizzy Lions win this comfortably, and I think it's the smalls of uh, the Lions that are really going to get this job done. Um, What's the margin? I, I think they're going to win this by about four to five goals. Can I interrupt quickly? You can. I think this is a very biased, a very biased opinion. No, I don't think it's biased. I think you you a lot of Brisbane yeah. football. I Were do. you looking at signing up to as a Brisbane member this I year? I am a Brisbane member. <laughs> there you go. I am biased a opinion. Colin you heard it Brisbane and Essendon. And uh, look, you can call it whatever so you want. If, if Melbourne lose to Brisbane, does that make Saints a great final then? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever the fuck I recall, you want I recall us belting Brisbane. Fuck me. Fuck me drunk. Why is this and Collingwood thing? also belted Melbourne, but they're fucking as shit as dog shit. We're in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, said it's fucked me dead. Um, serious question though. Serious question. You just said Mel. You thought Melbourne might go in straight sets. I haven't looked at the um, Sydney at they, the they, structure. They play the winner of Sydney. Oh, they'll play. Okay, yeah. Okay. Which I think is one of the real danger sides of. But you don't think Melbourne can beat Sydney? I think Sydney will beat Melbourne. Jeez. Sydney's yeah. got to beat GWS first, Correct. which I don't think and, is she wins. Yeah, look, neither of them are. None of them are. Mm. No, of um, I just think it's a completely different ball game lining up for finals footy, and I, I yeah. tend to think that a lot of us forget this a lot of the time. And it was why I almost tipped uh, Geelong to beat Port, but then I kind of started to think, well, Port have been here a couple of years in a row, they, they are probably ready to go now. I don't think Melbourne are ready, and I think there might be a case of drinking too much of their own bathwater um, at the moment. And, and mind you, it was a, a very emotional game on Saturday night, you know, getting that top spot and knocking off Geelong. And, and I think they, 
they're going in there a, a, a little bit cockier than what they should. And I, I have said this for a while. If Brizzy make top four, fucking dead set, watch out. Like, I think uh, I think the Lions are going to do them, and I think they're going to do them pretty comfortably. Um, and look, how can we go past Jared Lyons as the number one scoring player on the ground? So mm. I think I was... Uh, yeah. Let's, go slap. Let's go a slap on the game. Couldn't you make the same argument with Sydney, being young? Uh, yeah, but do GWS have much more experience? Finals experience I'm, with, no, their I'm current, with their current squad, I'd say. Melbourne yeah. plays Sydney. Melbourne plays Sydney in a semi. I cannot see Sydney. There'd, yes, there'd be more players on that Sydney team that have played a lot more finals game than Melbourne. Yeah, very true. Do you know what I think works in favour of, of those sides this year is that every final is going to be played at a neutral venue now too. So, you know, Brisbane this don't have to play thing. Melbourne at the MCG. And, and that's, playing Adelaide. And that's what it comes down to too, is they're travelling. And both teams are travelling. And I think Brizzy travel a little bit better than Melbourne do. Probably because they're used to it. But um, as far as that is, I'll just take my uh, 50 bucks, mate, and head across to Sportsbet and unload on the lines over there for me. Is my, is my memory correct? Uh, 2.30. Fuck. Yeah. Is my memory correct in saying that... Um, Actually, never mind. I don't need to ask that question because I'm looking at it right now. But Brisbane played Melbourne at Adelaide Oval earlier in the year, didn't they? Oh, no. Was that the Giant Stadium? Oh, was it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. They... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it wasn't there. Never mind. I just thought um, if it was at the same ground... Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm happy to be wrong. And Melbourne won it. I mean, yeah, have a look at odds. You're suggesting that I am going to be wrong. Um, <laughs> but I just well, have this feeling. Yeah, so no, might I add. Oh, you? After you, after you. I was going to say, uh, sports bet's not having any goals over over six, so I put Buddy on for six and Sydney wanted to you know, lock. <laughs> uh, for Buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, oh, nah. But they could beat them by more than thirty-nine. I don't reckon. That could be one That's of those games not. where it's as as tight as anything, or one team absolutely blows out the other team. Mm. Where I think a lot of the other it games is... would probably be closer. GWS could either come out there and fucking kill it, or be the worst team. Literally. Yeah. All right. Let's head across to the last game because I'm sure it's going to get a lot of conversation here, and that yeah. is. The Western Bulldogs versus the mighty, mighty, mighty Bombers. And we will start with you here, Schmitty. All right. I'll do my best to not go on for too long, but I have a few notes about this one. Uh, personally, I think form suggests that Essendon are set up for their best chance to win a final since 2004. Um, the neutral venue obviously helps, as I've just mentioned before. Uh, they've only just beat the Bulldogs only within the last three weeks, and that's the only team in the top eight they've beaten this year. Um, obviously, the Bulldogs' form isn't great too, so that also plays into Essendon's hands. Um, Essendon are on their longest winning streak, equal longest winning streak of the season. Uh, so it's literally couldn't be any more set up for the Bombers to finally break that curse of the 6,200 days. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, Essendon, oh, I said this in the group chat the other day. I think, I think Essendon, oh, how do I explain? Everyone's going on about their kids being the difference in their year. Whilst I think they've played a part, I think uh, the career best form of some of their reinvented players, such as um, Laverty and Francis, and obviously getting Peter Wright. Um, James Stewart, Waterman as a mature age, even Sam Durham, Nick Hind was almost gone at St Kilda. He's turned it around. I think Essendon have had a lot of fortune with with uh, a lot of their players hitting their career best form all at the same time. So I think um, result aside, questions over Essendon going forward are whether or not those players have that can maintain that level, or if their worst isn't as bad as what it once was. Um, yeah, uh, in saying that. Dogs were, were the best side in it for nearly 20 weeks as well, so you can't write them off. Um, their midfield's elite. You know, you look at Bont, J-Mac, Dunks, Bailey Smith, Chalor, Hunter. Um, any side with those calibre of players are going to be a competitive side, except um, I think Luke Beveridge might have flirted with their structure a bit too much and left them unsettled. Um, you know, playing around with 
their ruck forge structure and he's things actually, like that. He's a fucktard. He's probably. <laughs> I think. I think. Um. Yeah. Being being so flirty with their structure has left them unsettled. But now that they now that they've lost Josh Bruce, he's almost got no choice but to play Tim English as a forward. And through that, now they're left a little bit vulnerable in the ruck. And um, is it Lewis or Lockie Young? I always get him confused. It's Lewis, isn't it? Lewis Young. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Lewis is obviously probably not a sustainable ruck option. Um, yeah, and so they obviously lose English from the ruck because of Bruce. And uh, no no offence to Draper, but I don't think that they'll necessarily get punished in the ruck um, as a result of having Young as their starting ruck, if that's the option they go with. But, um, yeah, I think, like, long-term, it's not sustainable for them to win a flag because um, you see all the... The last few flag winners have just had they haven't had a great dominant ruckman, but they've had someone who's been serviceable. I just don't think he's that type. Um, but anyway, winding up, I think uh, dogs will bounce back despite everything I said about Essendon being as best place as they could. Uh, I think Bont will rise up, and he's had a quiet last month. I think he's going to stamp himself as you know, remind everyone how good he is, and kick a couple, have thirty, and be the top scorer in a dogs win. Don't mind it at all. Don't mind it at all. Dizzer. And nice nice analysis because it's the one game that any... That, it's the only game anyone gives a fuck about, really. Yeah. Diz? Sorry, I just woke up. Party L, John. This is so relaxing. <laughs> you should try ASMR. Mate, um, I zoned out I that whole time. I'm the Richard Morris. I don't, I don't want either team to win, so I really don't want to pick so a winner. I'm sorry. I'm not picking a winner out of this. I hate both teams. But I reckon Tipper is going to come back into the side, kick six. Jake Stringer is going to have 40 touches and 180 supercoach points. Love that, Dizza. I love it. Prediction, <laughs> Royal. Love it. Uh, yeah. Um, you might call me biased, but I, I think uh, we're going to break a, a hoodoo. Um, obviously, beat them three weeks ago. Um, uh, Draper absolutely gave English a bath. So if they if they look to play um, Young and Hannon in that ruck, I think um, we'll predominantly um, dominate the midfield um, first use. Um, Jakey Stringer's timing his run perfectly. He's the number one player in the uh, AFL, according to champion data since the bye. So I think he'll explode and give us first use. I think Peter Wright will probably um, give us another um, six or seven goals um, and dominate. And uh, I think we'll win by about 15 points. And um, Darcy Parrish will probably get um, the most points, I reckon, 150. Um, and stand out why he's probably one of the best players in the AFL. Setters? Um, until Jay Rantel got on him. Mm. <laughs> now, this one may cause a bit of uproar. Dog by 54. Ooh, <laughs> slap it. Jeez. And I reckon it could be more. I don't know. I've always thought of Essendon as a... Uh, um, well, I shouldn't be saying this because I might be interning there next year. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they don't lose any of this, mate. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like they have the ability to capitulate in big moments or just in moments, full stop. So, uh, yeah. Doggies get it done. Uh, choo-choo admin scores, Pete. Yeah, so this is the actual game of the round, boys. So um, the streak is over, boys. It's coming to an end. Bombers to win a final for the first time since 04. Bombers by 20 points and Dr. Paris 175 super coach points. Thank you. Wait, who do you, who do you support? Uh, Unbite, I go for the Bombers. Jeez, you're an asshole. Absolutely. Enjoy your holiday setting, mate. <laughs> Can I ask you, Essendon supporters, a question? Yeah, go, sure. go for it. How much do you really read into winning three on the trot when you look at um, since the bye, Essendon have played 10 games, lost four of them to Melbourne, Geelong, GWS and Sydney, all fellow finals contenders, won games against Hawthorne, Adelaide, North, Collingwood, Gold Coast, the bottom five sides, and beaten the Bulldogs. So do you really read too much into your form? Is is winning form good form regardless of who it's against? Or do you worry that against a finals quality side you might not measure the, up? Only beat the teams in front of you, mate. 
That's right. Yeah, you're just <laughs> depression. Which was none of them. Like, I just wanted out. Ah, the doggies, mate. The doggies. One from one. Let's go. <laughs> like go, bombers. Six. six. That's it. No, it's so serious question. Do you, is winning form good form, or or do you not care who you beat as long as you win? The latter. Uh, I, I think form goes out the window um, for me personally. Um, I think the dogs will come out hungry. Um, and obviously, they'll, they'll, Peter Wright won't have the same sort of game that he had last time. Alex Keith's back, and I think he's um, a really important player to their to the defence because Zane Courtney and, and Josh Shackey were pretty poor, um, to be honest. Um, uh, obviously, Josh Bruce going out is massive for us, but um, I, I think the the ability for the Dogs not to score as much, like we saw that on Friday night when they got off to the fast start, they, they weren't able to capitalise, um, and that's why I think we can get on top of them. We we have a lot of avenues to, to score. Um, mm. Obviously, Tim Woody coming back, Jake Stringer, Peter Wright. Um, and that's why I think we'll probably get on top of them. And, and that's not being biased at all. I think the one thing the Dogs have probably struggled in the last few weeks, especially against Hawthorne as well down in Tasmania, they weren't able to score. Um, yeah. And I think the fact that we've, we've played there and we've won there um, gives us a lot of confidence. Um, if it was probably the Marvel or, or the G, I'd, I'd definitely be saying the Dogs. Um, down in Tasmania, I think... We've got a bit of an edge down there, and we'll probably have majority of the home crowd um, advantage as well. So I think that'll go a long way. Yeah, the doggies won't get a fucking member down to Tassie. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. The Bev show is going to be live from the final match. <laughs> oh, yeah, fucked up. Find us that live and start crying. Yeah. Hey, look, I've got a, I've got a couple of things, and it's all, there's obviously a lot of bias here, and, and this game could go two way. I mean. Essendon have the form, they've got the run, and I hate that question that you ask is is form temperature. Form, that form is everything coming into finals. Um, yeah. And you've got one team who's on top of the game, the other team who's fucking, and you summed it up perfectly, Joel. They've been coached out of football. That's what they've done. It's gone to the back end of the year, and everything they've done for the front end of the year has completely gone fucked on because um, they did like um, having that forward ruck, and Bruce could do that. And it goes out the window. But there's a couple of things that they need to do to win this game. And one is completely fuck off any midfielder being a ruckman. It, it does not work in finals football. It does not work. You need your midfielders in and around that ball. Mate, I'll tell you what happened, and it's not going to be very good for uh, Doggies fans coming in this week. The second that Bont started rucking at the back end of that game last week, all Ladham's done when he was in the ruck was looked at him and ran straight at him with a knee. Every yep. single ruck contest. It was like he wasn't even too worried about fucking hitting the ball because he just know he could really hurt Bont and Pally. That was arguably, and I've been talking to a lot of Doggies fans, that was arguably one of the dumbest things you can do leading your best player into a final series. Yeah. Put Bont on the ball and let him go do what he's doing. When he wants to rest, rest him up, forward, do what? But none of this fucking 50-50 split bullshit. Put Bont and Pally on the ball. Because I tell you what, like, look, i got a lot of time for Baz and all those players, but they start fucking around and putting McCray on a wing and Bont and Pally up forward or, you know, for a whole quarter on the weekend. And I know it was an important game, but you could argue in the end of it, it cost them a top four spot. And yeah. this was a team five weeks ago that was you couldn't even get odds on them to make the top four because they were assuming they had the easiest fixture running into the back end of the, the year and they were fucking unstoppable. So first things first, don't fuck around, especially with your Ruckman. I, I tell you what comes down to winning this game for the Doggies. If the Doggies want to live, win this game, you send fucking Liberty Parish. The first thing you do, McCray to Parish. Go put someone on Parish and make him accountable. Because the second he gets a little bit of pressure, he hasn't he dealt does. with it too well at the back end of the year. And you take Parish out of this ground, they're going to be a fucking red-hot chance to absolutely win this. And it's going to be a fantastic battle in the midfield. Merritt can mm-hmm. play for a tag. I think Stringer's actually got enough to his arsenal now that he can start... You know, He doesn't really get tag marks, but he's that explosive type. I hate people comparing Jake Stringer to Dustin Martin. Hate it. It's... They're not even close. They're not even the fucking near the same player. Dustin Martin is, you know, a fucking Brownlow. Uh, fucking, yeah, once in a generation. Yeah, exactly. Time. They're they're, they're not even close. But he's in good form. And, and I'm Real telling talk. Sorry. Is Parish? Do we think Parish might be not over? Like, I mean, the way that he has handled a tag or hasn't. Yeah, handled but that's a because tag. he's new to it. <laughs> You know, go. Yeah, well, that's, that's, I think go. there's two sides of the point. Has there been a player that's probably jumped in like trajectory more than Parrish this year without? No, not at all. Not at all. He, he no, went... I disagree. I think Took Miller has him well covered. Ah, uh, yeah, I think, but I, I, I think Took was already what? an A grade player, and I, I think I had a lot more time for Took than most did. I think Took was already an A grade player who just went from yeah. an A grade player to an elite superstar. Do we reckon that? Whereas Tag I is... think, 
uh, Parrish was probably a B or a C grader who yeah, got discovered I've, I've, because of a role come up due to injury. Yeah, yeah sorry, so I can understand the argument. He's won three medals. Sorry. He's won three medals this year as well, even yeah, in the losing Fuck side. me. Like, I get that he's played good games, and, and when they've won, he's been the standout. And that could actually be the downfall to your team, that you, when you win, he stands out. If someone goes and puts some pressure on him, like... No, I agree. I think he hasn't handled the, the tag as well. But going back to the doggies ruck situation, what do you think they do? Do they bring in Sweet? Do they risk Steph Martin, or do they... Probably bringing the Josh Shackey to play forward and then put English back in the yeah, rush. Josh, Josh Shackey, shit. Steph you, you, you can't have Josh. Steph you can't have Josh Shackey in a game of football like yeah. this. I don't know if Steph Martin's right to play football. I don't think he's. Which, risk. He which is football. why they needed top four, because yeah, yeah. they could have let Steph Martin have some weeks off. Look, I don't care who they play in the ruck. I, I really don't. Just don't play Bont. Don't play. Yeah. Like, don't play these little guys. Bring in. Bring in Sweet. Let a Ruckman come in. I oh, know, no, no, actually, I know he's not a fucking full-time Ruckman, but let a Ruckman... Talk. Fuck, trust Tim English. Trust Tim English to Ruck for a game. You know? I don't think they can, though. They've given him so many... He's had so many chances being their solo Ruck. But it's Tim English is a better Ruckman and better around the ground and better yeah, on the floor yeah, than yeah. fucking playing Mitch Hannon in there. True. The, but, Mitch Hannon yeah. shouldn't be getting a game of football in this team, by the way. I don't even I, think he's close to their best 22. Probably not as... Well equipped and probably is in form as probably Essendon's bottom six to be completely honest. And that's and that's what I mean about Essendon's rise in the whole season alone. Essendon's bottom six players this year are playing as well as any bottom six Essendon exactly. players have ever played in the last ten that's years. That's point because if they're not on Essendon, Essendon can't win this game. Exactly, and yeah. I always can. I always come back to the same thing. And obviously, I'm a Collingwood supporter, and I'm a biased Collingwood supporter. But I've always said this to people, and I feel like the, our main downfall since 2018 has been our bottom six. Yeah, it's only it only takes a very marginal decline for you to go from being a premiership contender to missing the eight. It's uh, such a tight competition. I, I will say one get... one thing on this too mm-hmm. is I think I think. Essendon are playing better team football and better, better spiritual f- football and a better lead at the moment than Western Bulldogs are. Yeah, I'd, I'd and and it can change in one week. It can change in one week, but... It can. My main last argument is Peter Wright. What kind of Peter Wright turns up? Because he is... Peter Wright's best and Peter Wright's worst are oh, fucking yeah. north and south pole. I mean, yeah. dead set. They are that far apart. And you could tell someone he's the shittest player in the AFL, and it can be proven one game, and then next game he can go out and clunk, and, you know, kick six goals or seven goals straight, whatever he kicked. Like, yeah. fuck that me. Keith is such a massive inclusion because when we did play them three weeks ago, he didn't play. He had the likes of Zane Cordy and Josh Shackey, who are not obviously A grade defenders like Alex Keith can be. So that's why I think the game can definitely be won and lost um, with Alex Keith. Now, to wrap up my point. Essendon win this by three points, and uh, yeah, and uh, the best on ground is the package, Jake Stringer, who does what you said the bot will do. He'll kick four and have thirty, uh, and be the difference. More just to shove it up the doggies for ever letting him go. <laughs> Even though they didn't really let him go, he done it all himself. But um, a player in absolute tremendous form, and I, and I'm back in the form in here. This is a team that's been absolutely coached out of the water. And don't never, ever tell me it's down to one player getting injured. Because, and, and, and fuck me. You know what I'd love to see this week? Bring in Jamara. Like, mm. let Jamara be the f- for key forward and, and put the pressure on him. Tell him, mm. mate, this is a final game. You need to step up and start winning his final games. Yeah, midfield rotation is, like, really, like, up and down. Like, it's one week. stupid. Like one week you'll see Libra out in the midfield, the next week it's Chalor out of the midfield, the next week it's J Mac on a wing. It's like they don't yeah. have the consistency of where everyone's playing. Chalor um, would have run out of fucking football this week too. He was oh, it's exactly exactly right, Royal. Yeah, that's that's was, and that's what I said at the start, you know. Like Bevo, I think he's just flirted with their structure too much and and then, you know, injuries happen and he had to make more changes and now they're just a mess and like well, sorry, a mess is probably a bit of an ex- a bit of an exaggeration, but you you need that stability going into finals, and I just they just don't have it, and they look vulnerable now. Yeah. Anyone else with anything to add about any of the games? I was hoping that um, Brisbane yeah. wouldn't make the top four because I would have loved for them to finish fifth and play Essendon in an elimination final and see Joe Danaher kick five in a win, but that didn't happen. So fuck me, must just play them next week then. Hey, yeah, they yeah, can play him next week, actually. Yes, let's go. Fucking all right. Let's go, Bombers. Win this week, then. Come on. 
Fuck, imagine I that. think um, I think the game on early Sunday. I think Liverpool does Chelsea three <laughs> nil. Uh, Rom three eight. I got an, I got an interesting question. If this has anything to very, do with St Kilda, you're not coming next week. It's not. It's a very general one though. It it was back on the Paris thing. Do we think that to become an A grade midfield midfielder, you have to tag during your you know formative years? Because you look at Took Miller, you know, Steele, etc., and they all know how to handle a tag because they've tagged in the past. No, I don't necessarily think so. Yeah, I think if you look, I think if you look back at history. And even just this year, or you look at who the best midfielders are in the comp for the last five years, I don't think many of them have really tagged. Two, I don't think... two of them have tagged. And I'd, I'd think Titch tagged a little bit at the start as well. I think there's a difference between being a tagger and being a young kid who gets told to run with the stars of the competition. You know what I mean? Like, you know, head-to-head like For example, this week, I don't know if Rantel's job was to tag Parrish, but he still ran with him. I don't necessarily think he needs to tag Parrish to be a good midfielder. Like, you look at um, Merritt, never really tagged. Boke, can't remember him being a tagger. Um, Bont, J-Mac, Track, Clary. Um, I don't think any of them really tagged. Jordan uh, Do you think, do you think you're, shitting, you're shitting on Parrish a little bit because he became super coach relevant this year and, and, and that's where a lot of it's coming from and his last five or six weeks weren't absolutely fantastic? I mean, he's had... He's a... Probably he'll be what finish top ten in the Brownlow. No worries, no ifs buts maybes about it. Yeah, nah, yeah, and, and, and that's what I mean. Like th- this is a play that you just. It seems to be a lot of people are shitting on him because he had a bad couple of weeks, and you know there was us out there who owned him and stuff like that. Don't forget in games where he's not in it in air quote marks. Merritt's put on an absolute clinic. Jake Street yeah. has put on a clinic. So sometimes players can play those roles that you know. Fuck it, I'll take the tag. I might not get. 50, 30 possessions, you know, in a game. But don't forget, he's still having 20s. Like, he wasn't the worst player on the ground last week. He just wasn't no. the best. Yeah, and Bont in the, in the finals, like, um, he had two sub-100 scores, uh, 67 in the grand final Supercoach as well. So you can also have the same argument. Yeah, no, 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 that's completely different because he wasn't, he wasn't taken out of a game by an opposition player. He was taken yeah. out of the game by his coach. Yeah. Like he was, was, was Bond was by sorry. far the best on play, the best player on the ground at quarter time last week. And then they went and put him in the fucking forward pocket. Hundred percent. They win that game last week. Honestly, if it's not for Bevo's coaching. Yeah, I honestly can't believe. Like you just said, Bonson Pelly was running a muck at quarter time, and he just I don't understand yeah, how he just disappeared. Five. He's on 45 ends up on 67. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but even, even Supercoach aside, he had 11 first quarter touches. And then yeah. for the next two quarters, he's seen the ball twice because he went and played up forward. Yeah. Whether the Bevo thought the game was dead and gone and, you know, and then don't get me started. Look, I know we've shat on him a bit here, but fucking, uh, fucking, what's his name? Almost called him Rock Smith there. Bailey Smith. <laughs> he's an elite footballer or you know, probably not elite, probably close to a B plus A grader. To have yeah. that was the worst kick I've seen arguably any midfielder do all, all year coming it to the end of that game. Instead of either really putting your boot, uh, boot through it and going for goal or kicking it to the top of the square, he's tried to pot shot it from 45 on the boundary onto the goal line. Yeah. Like, it was interesting. I, I watched shocking. that. That same uh, that same passage over and over and over and and I just wonder if um, I agree with what you're saying. I thought that the kick should have gone to the top of the square, but I'm just wondering if if before he got the ball, the the bench was yelling out how long was left, and he just really didn't want to stuff it up with not having an attempt. But in the end, he sort of picked the middle ground and that didn't kick he, it to anywhere. He did not kick through that ball. Yeah. But yeah, look, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great round of finals. That'll it definitely will be. Um, yeah. Like I said, I hope we've entertained enough here. Um, plenty of... One quick question before we go. Yep. One word answer. Which player are you most looking forward to watching this week? Or which matchup? Uh, I'll go and order, Dizzer. Um, oh, skip me. Royal? <laughs> uh, Clayton Oliver versus Jared Lyons. Nice. Yeah, that uh, that should be a crap. Just on that, does 
How many tantrums does Clary throw in a close game or a loss this week? Well, I reckon I reckon he's matured. I don't think he does oh, any. Bull fuck. Yeah, he's, oh, he's him definitely. In. I love Clayton Oliver. He's definitely not matured. He sucks every week. I'm backing him in. <laughs> all, all of a sudden, he's playing a game of finals football. It's like, nah, he's going to put his big. He's going to put his big boy pants on, and they're going to. He's going to carry him. I tell you what, if they're going to win a flag this year, yeah, it's all off his back. Yeah, yeah. and now, nah, fuck, nah, fuck Petrarca. It's and, it's and, it's all about Clayton Oliver just dominating yeah, the kill. Tracks had a quiet year, hasn't he? Nah, Tracks had a fantastic ah, year. It, like, maybe, abs- maybe I haven't watched enough. Absolutely fantastic year. You know what? Come mid year, I would have agreed with you, but I reckon he's just absolutely flown he, home. Yeah, Brownlow wise beast. and and it's all because of Clayton Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just that, yeah. They're they're probably the best one-two punch in the AFL. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Random question: Do we think Angus Brayshaw is questionable because of his role, or because he's just not that great a player? Not that great a player. He's a player. He's a he's a player who had one tremendous yeah, back half of a season. Yeah, and it happens. My mate asked me this question. But then he, the but then he lost his role. Like straight yeah. after, because yeah. I don't think they, I don't think they had faith in him to play that role. Maybe he should move. I don't think that'll help him. His really? brother, his brother is an absolute fucking jet. I don't think Angus is that good. Hamish isn't that good. <laughs> Very good. Uh, back to Joel's <laughs> question before Setters rudely interrupted. So we'll go uh, to you. Yeah, setters. which which head to head? What? Oh, fuck me, dead. Oh, <laughs> buddy, is that thinking is too much about Jack? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big Budwa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Pete. Um bit of a tough one, I think. Um I'll go with uh Bont v um Parish. Yep, I don't think it'll be Bont v Parish, but nice. Uh Dizzy, you back with us yet or what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, looking, looking forward to see what Jeremy Cameron does for Geelong this week, to be honest, actually. Yeah, it's interesting to see. Left field, I rate that. Yeah. See how he goes. New team, finals. He's going to be hungry for that premiership, surely. I, um, I had a couple as well. That was a good one. I like Charlie Cameron. Uh, Charlie Cameron. Fucking not Charlie Cameron. Fucking, um... Oh, fucking, what's his he, name? Here comes all the Brisbane players. Nah, big fuck-off forward for Port Adelaide. Um, Dixon. Charlie Dixon. Dixon. Charlie Dixon, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Just had Brisbane in my head. Um, I like Charlie Dixon tomorrow. I want to see what kind of Charlie Dixon comes to the, comes to the footy. I want a big cra- bash and crash Charlie Dixon. I want Charlie Dixon to start playing great finals footy. And there's another, I want to see Boken and Dangerfield. I think they'll uh, they'll probably walk to each other, shake hands, and yeah. yeah, just let each other roam for the whole game. So that's an that's an absolute another one. Um, nice. The forward line matchup of Jake Lever and uh, Stephen May versus uh, fucking McStay and Danaher. <laughs> it's going to be a good one too because I want to see what Jake Lever does and how much faith he puts in himself because he's he's one of the best intercept marks in the competition, probably besides Alir Alir. Um, well, Harrison Petty probably goes to Dan McStay anyway. Yeah, or you reckon? Yeah, probably. I reckon Petty gets McStay and May gets Danaher. May definitely Lever gets just, Danaher. Lever does what he wants. But remember oh, what happened last time Melbourne and they uh, Melbourne and Thingo played? Uh, yeah, we were talking about it earlier. Lever went, Melbourne to, went to Charlie Cameron. Charlie Cameron tore him a new one. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. Which I, mm. I don't really think they want to do again. I think that I think Lever plays better when he plays off someone a little bit taller and can really intercept. In saying yeah. that though, they still won that game. Yeah, I know, but fucking yeah, I don't know. Um, and then of course I want to see what little two meter Peter does again, uh, <laughs> and see if he can win in the game because yeah. without uh, yeah. nah nah mate. No, nah, mate, it's two leader Peter. Two leader Peter. Peter, very very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and of course, Rabbits Canelio. What can he do? Because yeah. they reckon well, he's if back. He, if he plays, they reckon yeah. he's back. So. That's an interesting scenario. What's going on there with this kid? Um, I'd also, I'd, I'd like to see the performance of Peter too. Like, if the Bombers get up on the weekend, like, where's the hoodie get run going to be? Yeah. <laughs> how, many drinks, how many drinks are going to be consumed? Is this Essendon's grand final? Another off the record question. 
That was last week. I reckon it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is the is the best chance of winning the final in a good seventeen years, yeah. I think. So yeah. 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 Do they just get absolutely demoralised by if they win by whoever they play next week? Uh yeah. yeah we'll, we'll probably get obliterated yeah. by Brisbane. But that's, that's right. right. You'll, you'll, you'll have your one final win, so that's all that matters. Yeah. It'll be like Collingwood beaten. Yeah, West, West Coast, Coast last year, literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'll yeah. take that. To answer my own question, who I'm looking forward to, we haven't um we haven't talked about this guy very much, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing what TFG can do for for um, GWS Toby fucking Green. All right, great call, great call. Yeah, um, I, I'm a big fan of his. I know a lot of people don't like him. I understand that he toes the line and sometimes crosses it, but I love him. I reckon he's a gun. He's and, an eight. Yeah, yeah. He's I'm one that's matured so much. Nice. Who gets the uh, Probably Rampy, maybe. Mm. Uh, I, don't, I don't see. I don't think he has matured at all. I, I think, yeah, I don't I really think he's always had a very, very good head on his shoulders. He just has white line fever. That's yeah, it, that's his problem. And yeah. I mean, he, what he, he got reported about two, three weeks ago. So I don't think yeah, he that. Yeah, I mean, like, like, but you look. But you also look at his. He used to have off-field issues as well. Now he's like, you know, they've. Trusted him with being the captain. Yeah, but he was a fucking kid in an AFL system, 18, 17, yeah. you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, going up and being the face of a brand new club on a place where there's not too much media attention. Like, fucking, it happens all the time. You know, you can't. That's more about education from a football club rather than any, anything. It's I don't blame him for that. It's just he's got white line fever and he's always had it and he'll always will have it. And I think that's why he's yeah. such a fucking fantastic <laughs> footballer. That's why I love him. And I've always said, pound for pound, he's probably the best, one of the best players in the AFL. Like, yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, you know. Um, he's like a Robbie Gray. He's like just so clean. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. And he has to do a lot for them to win this game on the weekend, I think. He does, but that's why I'm looking forward to it because yeah. I think he can and I think they can win if he does. Yeah. I have another question, but now oh, I forgot. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, no problem. All right. Setters <laughs> wants to wrap it up. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure we'll be back next week for the uh, same thing. Sounds good. Yep. Um, hopefully minus a couple. Um, <laughs> no, just joking, Setters. You're just thick, but I love you. Um, all right, ladies. Is, um, just before just before Fuck you finish, is um, Kavaka going to show up tomorrow? Kavaka will be there. Or Kavaka? On behalf of everyone here, myself, Fuck Bumps, fuck Brett and the Patreons at SC Elites. Peace out, community, and thank you for listening.